This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 317, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I speak to a very special guest. Her name is Masha. She is also an English teacher and we talk about something which is very close to my heart because Masha contacted me and said she would like to talk about her method of teaching English, which is through books and not just any books, through self-development books. Okay, now I know lots of people are not fans of these books. If you don't know what they are, they are books that, let's say, try to teach you things about how to become better in some way, maybe a better person, a better parent, whatever. Now, I also thought these books were absolutely ridiculous until I was about 27-ish. But since then, I have been a very big fan of these books. I think because I was such a terrible person, so I needed to develop. I needed to become a better person. And I hope that I have done this. So Masha and I talk about these books, obviously her method. And as you can imagine, I end up talking a lot like usual. Sorry about that. So I share lots of things which I have never shared before, some things which I would be too embarrassed to share in front of my close friends. So please don't tell them about what I say on this podcast. And it's just a very nice, warm podcast. I always think if you talk about books, it's a good thing, isn't it? So that's what we do. Now, I will talk to you all again at the end. Obviously, there is no vocabulary or anything. It's just a nice chat about books. One last thing. We had a problem with the audio. I say we. I actually mean me because I forgot to record with my microphone. So we are listening to the Zoom recording. So the audio is not the best, but... It's not that bad. I'm sure you probably won't even notice a difference, but you know how much I love audio. So apologies for the audio quality today. That was my fault. But anyway, here is the conversation. Happy listening. Hello, Masha, and welcome to Rock and Roll English. Hello, Martin. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you very much for coming. I'm very pleased to talk to you because what we spoke about in our pre-podcast chat, you, your teaching methodology is something which interests me a lot. But before we get to that, just tell us quickly who you are. Well, I'm an ordinary English teacher who lives in Spain now. I've been teaching English for about 20 years. Mm. And uh, now I teach in a public school for um, teens, and mm -hmm. also I teach English for adults, like private tuition. Mm -hmm. And um, actually, I'm interested in uh, teaching English through reading, especially nonfiction books. Yes. So maybe explain to people what nonfiction books are, just in case anyone doesn't know. Well, nonfiction books are those books that teach you some valuable valuable things they entertain and make you learn a lot mm -hmm. of things 
Uh, these books uh, are on different topics like personal development, spirituality, marketing, whatever. Whatever you are interested in, you can find it in nonfiction books. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm actually a big fan of nonfiction books. And I must admit, so in my life, for the first 25 years, I didn't read anything except if I was made to in school, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then from about, yeah, about 28, I started reading these like self-development non-fiction books because before that I thought they were the stupidest thing in the world. I thought whoever reads one of those books is a complete idiot. <laughs> and now I, I find myself reading them. I don't get to read as much as I would like to, but I think they've changed they've changed my life. So what's your story with these non-fiction books? Pretty much the same. I hated reading when I was a teen, really. I I thought it was a waste of time. Even my father bribed me with eating out and buying me some new clothes just to make me read one single book. And it was impossible, even though. And I've read a lot of I, I read a lot, but the books that I was not interested in completely, you know, when you get your graduation uh, for master's degree to teach English, for example, you have to read a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then you, what I did, I read them, I passed the exam, and I forgot of what course. I read. Uh-huh. And then maybe five years ago, I started reading these nonfiction books. Uh-huh. Uh, I thought, why not to try it? Because I I was in the period of my life looking for the answers, mm-hmm. and I didn't have any tool to yeah. to help myself become a happy person and be satisfied with my life. So I thought about the books. Why not to try it? Mm-hmm. And what about you, Martin? Why did you start reading the books of that type? Strangely enough, it was actually someone who is on the podcast who maybe you won't know, but listeners will know, called Dan the Man, who told me about these books, one book in particular, and then he said, read this, and like you, I thought, you know, why not try? And so then I did, and then since then I have read almost nothing else. And some of my friends even now kind of still laugh at me for reading these books, and the way I answer that is I ask them, do you think you are perfect are you a perfect human being to which obviously everybody says no so then i say okay so if you're not perfect surely you want to improve no and then they would say yes and then i say well how do you intend on doing that because when you read these books it gives you strategies new ideas and to help you improve to obviously i don't think it's perfect for anyone i don't think it's possible for anyone to become perfect but Mm -hmm. to constantly improve because when i finished university i thought that was it like i didn't need to learn anything else again in my life i thought i don't need to read any books i don't need to do anything and for the first few years after university that's very much what happened I would just sit at home and watch football for six hours on a Sunday. And when I think back to that period, I just think, my God, what was I doing? I was just (laughs) 
wasting my life. Yes, yes, absolutely. It happened to me the same. I was uh, looking for graduation, like at last uh, I, I've done it. Now I can teach and I, I can stop learning. Well, no, I was mistaken, absolutely mistaken at yeah, the time. Exactly. And I've actually recently got into audiobooks because I also, I've always found them quite difficult and even now I do, if it's not the person that wrote the book reading it. When the person that wrote the book is reading it, then I can listen. If it's just a computer voice, then I can't. But I have very little time now with two young children to sit down and read. So I often find myself doing house chores, like the washing up and like putting the toys away. And that often takes an hour. So I often listen to one of these books but don't you find that it's difficult to to keep the knowledge when you read when you only listen it is in fact i'm actually listening to some that i have actually already read um ah. because yeah i like to underline things etc but now i'm listening to ones which i've already read because i just they just put me in a better mood and so, refresh yes read, exactly yeah. so they just make me feel better so i go to bed happy instead of going to bed like oh god so oh. <laughs> that's my tactic well, but it's a good activity to listen to audiobook absolutely yeah. and if you combine both things reading and listening at the same time would be even better yeah i've heard people talk about this actually that yeah that's definitely a good thing to do so how do you merge this with teaching then tell us about your methodology because it's something i have actually considered myself quite a few times but i've never really come up with how to do it so well i'm organizing the book club a flexible book club where people mm -hmm. decide what they want to read it mm -hmm. uh, should be in non-fiction for sure and then uh, we meet twice a month mm. for online discussion mm -hmm. and during the month um, there is a telegram group where we communicate we share mm. our ideas opinions we learn the language mm -hmm. um during this period so it's like they do not disconnect from learning and especially this is helpful because people um usually cannot uh maintain this reading routine and when there are other people who read they motivate each other you know Oops. and give any strategies hacks how to keep reading absolutely yeah in the rock and roll english family which is the membership area to the podcast we also have a book club and very often i'm the one that doesn't read the book but there have been times when I have read the book and yeah, knowing other people are reading and then you can meet up with them to discuss it is extremely, extremely motivating. The problem is I put something for people to vote which book and I have suggested many times nonfiction books, but nobody wants, nobody wants them. <laughs> well... it's, a, it's always a kind of story. 
Um, so that people want to entertain themselves. Yeah, exactly. And this is a type of uh, activity that people like spending time reading something. But if you can combine entertainment and learning something useful, why yeah. not to do these two things at the same time? Yes, exactly. So how many books? So you said you meet two times a month. How many books do you read? A month, it's one book. One book. So you meet two times, but you discuss the same book two times. The same yeah. book, exactly. Different right. parts. Okay. Um, people do not have stress because uh, the thing is you can read what you want and discuss what you want when you come to the session. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the same at the book clubs that I have attended because sometimes they do it without me. But when I'm there, for example, once I didn't finish the book, but... I was still able to contribute. And the first time we did this, we actually read Animal Farm by George Orwell, which, okay, is a fiction book, but I think there are lots of things you can learn from that book. And I remember I was having difficulty reading that because I decided to read it in Italian just to give myself an extra challenge. Mm -hmm. And the one of the great things, I think, about reading a book well, there are a few things like the sense of accomplishment when you finish the book. There aren't many greater feelings than when you close that book and you think, oh, I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. Yes, yeah. that's that's a great thing. And when you break it down, like lots of people say, oh, you know, book's too long, etc. But I remember specifically for that book, I remember saying I don't have time. And the book's not very big that. Um, and animal farm i think it's about 100 pages maybe a, a little bit more and then i just remember thinking if i read 10 pages a day i can i can do this in 10 days so once you set yourself a target like that so it, a normal book a normal non-fiction book i would say is about 250 pages would you agree mm, well normally yes they are yeah around big yeah. around about that yeah. so so yeah if in one month that's that's less than 10 pages a day that so you can read a book a month yeah, with, so with less than 10 pages a day and you can pick up a shorter book like for example mm -hmm. um if you know robin sharma the monk who sold his ferrari have you read it <laughs> i haven't but funnily enough that is a book i suggested in the book club it's but, a fantastic book but it didn't win unfortunately no. so um <laughs> they don't know what they are losing <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah I, I missed out on that one yeah so this this book made a great impact in my life really because right. it's a it's really really beautiful story and okay let's talk about this then what books have made an impact on you and for what reason Mm. This one is number one. Mm -hmm. uh, it's basically because uh, it talks about what our priorities in life and mm -hmm. how to elim eliminate unnecessary things. Yeah, and it resonated with me because it's the story about the lawyer who changed his uh, life completely and find the purpose. Um, another one could be maybe Atomic Habits. James mm -hmm. Clear, very classical, that 
teaches you the importance of a habit and a small action to get big results. And this is super important in learning a language. Absolutely, yeah. Um, another one that I liked very much was Building Your Story Brand by Donald Miller. Mm, yeah, I've read that book, yeah. Yes. What do you think about it? Yeah, no, it was a really good book and made me think about my business, like Rock and Roll English. And so they mentioned in the book that you need to be able to explain to someone in basically one sentence what you do. And it took me years to think of that sentence. And even now I sometimes have difficulty, but it really changed the way I thought because I thought right what am i doing okay how how can i explain this to people so that's more of a like marketing book though isn't it which which again i read lots of books about marketing business because when you're in this industry that we're in you have to learn to do many things you have to learn how to market yourself you have to learn how to write Absolutely. emails you have to learn how to create graphics, create videos, everything. So every time I have to do one of these things, generally my first thing is go to Amazon and buy a book. That's right. When you have a question, there is always the right book with the, yeah. same, the answer you need. Exactly. Um, one of another book which I have read and that I'm listening to again now is I can't remember his name now, but it's called Think Like a Monk. Have you heard of this one? Heard about it, but I've never read it. No, because good. I love books like that that have lots of stories in them, which I think that that always stay with you. So lots of, especially monk stories, they've all, always got um, a lovely like meaning behind them. One of my favourite ones is. So two monks were sent on a very long journey and they had to go. But on this journey, there was only one rule that they were not allowed to talk to women. So they set off, were walking along, and then they arrived at a bridge. And there was a woman on one side who couldn't cross the bridge and she was crying and said, my son is over there. He needs my help. Please, please, can you help me? One monk said nothing, didn't speak to her. And then the older monk just picked her up, crossed the bridge, put her down. She said, thank you so much. He didn't respond and kept walking. And then the younger monk for the next 10 hours in his mind was saying, why did he do that? He he spoke to a woman we're not allowed to speak to women and said finally couldn't bear it anymore said why did you do that why did you talk to that woman and he said my brother i put that woman down 10 hours ago you are still carrying her in your mind you need That's to fine. let go things like that i think i don't know i just remember those stories forever and that's that's the great thing about these stories. Yeah. And how do you um, how do you share all everything that you learn from the book or with your friends? Do you talk about the insights that you learn from the books or I would generally be too embarrassed to tell my friends because they would probably laugh at me. 
yeah, which that's what happens yeah um, i know it's 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 strange isn't it that even if i tell my book some of the, the some if i tell my friends some of the books i read they would immediately laugh but i do always tell my wife she is the one person who <laughs> i always okay. enjoy telling these does stories she read? to does she read the books not the ones i do no and my wife is italian so i buy the books generally in english so she would have to read it in italian and then i have the added challenge of telling her about this book in, in italian. italian yeah exactly yeah. and so before i had children mm -hmm. i've actually got one thing i love to do is buy notepads so i underline everything in the book like the interesting things and then when i finish the book i take my notepad and i write like my takeaways from that book so i've got like four or five notepads and every now and again i just flick through them and have a read and again that is a really uplifting experience but all of this is before i had children <laughs> because then when you have children it, you don't have time <laughs> no exactly so before for example I, i read books about creating a strong morning routine I used to do that. I used to wake up early, go to bed early, wake up early, go to the gym and do something great, like read a, like 10 pages of a book. And mm -hmm. by 8 a.m., I was thinking, like, this is the best day ever. And I was really, like, mentally prepared and felt physically strong. Now I go to bed late because that's the only time I can sleep. Like, sorry. Children? Children go to sleep early. So, no, right. what I wanted to say was I go to bed late because the evening when they are sleeping is the only quiet time. So I work in the evenings. I go to bed late. They wake up early. So I'm immediately tired and <laughs> I'm immediately on the back foot. So instead of like me, another thing that I read in a book called by Jim Quick. Have you heard of him? no okay um i can't remember the name i think it's called quick learning he spoke about a thermometer which takes the temperature of a room or a thermostat with a thermostat being the thing which sets the temperature so he said like what are you are you the person that sets the temperature in the room to say like this room will be 20 degrees or are you the thermometer the thing that receives What's it what's a great metaphor i yeah. like it whilst much. before i definitely was the thermostat <laughs> these days i very much feel thermometer. Like the thermometer <laughs> yeah exactly Absolutely, yes yes yeah um so you do these you said book clubs with is it an online thing that you do yeah i see it's absolutely online okay yeah. excellent okay so Tell us where people can find out more about you then, if anyone wants to take part well, in your book they club. Can, they can follow me in, on Instagram if they mm -hmm. want, English to Freedom, okay. on my account, or they can see videos on YouTube, the same channel. Uh, then there is a link in my Instagram where they can subscribe for, uh, for the book club and leave mm -hmm. their information. So then I can contact them afterwards. Okay, 
Perfect. Okay, so I will put links to all of this in the show notes. So thank you very much for coming on, Masha. It's been a pleasure talking to you about this. I always find when I find someone that reads these books, I have an immediate connection with that person and I could talk all day because I feel like someone understands the love of the these same books. language. Yes. Absolutely correct. Yeah, that's exactly. why we sometimes change our friendship, our friends, because mm-hmm. we change and the people around us also become different, right? Mm, exactly. Yeah. So thanks again for coming on and we hope to speak to you soon. Thank you very much, Martin. Thanks a lot. See you soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, so there I was talking to Masha about self-development books. Remember, you can check out Masha on Instagram, etc. The links are in the show notes, so go to rockandrollenglish.com podcast episodes, go to the latest episode, and you can check her out. So yes, I did share a few things there which I have not shared before, and things that maybe my friends that are often on the podcast would probably laugh at me for so I hope they don't listen but I'm happy to share this with you and I as I mentioned am a big fan of those books so if you have never read one before I would certainly suggest doing it so thanks everyone for listening I will talk to you all very soon but in the meantime just keep on rocking baby Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.